Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. It is September 5th, 2022. A happy Labor Day to all of you. We're here for the WWE post-Raw show that we are probably going to spend an awful lot of time talking about AEW on. Um, My God. Uh, by the way, we got Denise Salcedo here who just busted it and got back from Chicago to L.A., was there doing the post-show scrum last night, got incredible footage. Go check out her footage because I'll tell you what you won't hear on her footage. You won't hear somebody sounding like it's Home Alone 2 in a Talkboy FX. This is Peter McAllister, the father. <laughs> um, you'll see the best footage that there is out there. Uh, Denise, great job on that. We had Will Washington there as well. If you want to check out that footage, you're going to see a security guard darting from the scrum. Shout out to Righteous Reg, who did that. And I want to shout out our entire team that did coverage this weekend. But, Denise, uh, 
quite a weekend for everybody involved, it seems. It certainly was. When you said happy Labor Day to everybody just now, it's like, oh, yeah, it's Labor Day. Like, I didn't even remember at all. <laughs> um, It has been a wild, like, yesterday feels like, it, it, it feels like a roller coaster of a ride. And I can't even begin to describe to you what the experience was like yesterday being in that room. And then immediately following... <laughs> immediately following the scrum, the way that everybody was kind of like, uh, how, I don't know how to explain this, but it was this thing of after the scrum, it was these, everybody was just like whispering with everybody <laughs> else. All you saw was just like waves of people going like, what do you know? What's going on? Okay, what do you know? What's going I was, on? I was getting messages while I was on the air. Fortunately, I had a great co-host, Julie Cutler, who is not short on her thoughts. And anytime like she sees me down like this, she's like, I better fill some time. <laughs> so she was covering for me an awful lot. Um, but I was getting word. There's a fight, there's a fight. And then I would get word from you guys there. And uh, then I would get word. Hey, a security guard just ran through. I, I, I said this earlier, uh, by the way, guys, fightfulselect.com. Our subscriptions have exploded. I'm going to plug that heavily later on, but Jimmy and I did a show today. It was a backstage report live podcast where we, we talked about all the stuff that went down. But I, not to sound dramatic, but after the MJF thing, you know how that was for me. I had a little PTSD from covering that. It was it was not an easy thing to cover. Um, and it was Saturday night, and I was like, I'm not looking forward to covering what happens tomorrow. I don't feel that way right now. It is, it's so ridiculous and wild and stupid. And ultimately, are there some things that should not have happened in that backstage situation? 100% absolutely. There's some dangerous bullshit that should not have happened. But ultimately, we're talking about people who pretend to fight, actually fighting. And uh, it's, the, it's some of the most compelling stuff that I've ever covered in my career. Uh, we're here to talk about that, guys. I know a lot of times we keep the AEW stuff off this show. We're not doing that tonight. We're going to talk about this because we know that's what you guys want to talk about. But we are also uh, talking raw. Uh, Daniel said, why did you not want to cover it? I, honestly, man, I, I know that I did good work on the MJF story. And that was reiterated to me this past weekend by people who were close to it. And there was it was a really just horrible fallout from all that. And there were a lot of really bad people that were just really, really terrible throughout that process. So I wasn't really looking forward to it. And then all this stuff happened and I'm like, oh, okay. And the fact that I was home, that, that made me feel way better. But I want to thank all you guys who tuned in um, throughout all the stuff. I mean, we had a 4,000 viewer uh, AEW post show a couple weeks ago. Uh, we had a three hour review that you guys just tuned in for. Um, Great numbers on the scrum footage. Denise's numbers on the scrum footage just killed it. Did they let you keep the money, Denise? What do you mean? Have they copyright claimed it yet? No, they haven't copyrighted claimed me at all. But I don't they get copyrighted me. claimed anymore. They shouldn't. They, they, they should, don't. should be on at their white point, list. I was gonna say at this point, I should copyright them. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, but no, they don't they don't copyright me anymore ever since the first time that it happened and I and I tweeted about it and it got like a hundred, like 200 retweets in like 10 minutes. So that was a little insane. And so after that, I don't get copyrighted anymore. 
which I shouldn't. Nobody should. If you are in the actual venue recording, yes. you should not we be did. copyrighted. But if we you did. still other people too, yeah. that were there in the venue and you still their content, oh, brother, I copyright fast because I know my footage. I'm going to uh, plug Fightful Select much later on, of course, but subscribe. We are at over 9,600 subscribers. When we get to 10,000, not only do we give Denise a little, little, little bit of a pay bump that I promised. No, you, not, not a pay bump. You said a raise, bro. Don't be raise. trying to change the wording on me now. It's the same thing. Oh, a little but, pay bump. Don't pay bump me. You, you said a raise. A raise you could be like two a, bucks. You said a significant raise. I remember, ah. Sean. I will go back and pull that clip out. Okay, you should do that. Anyway, Denise said she will uh, post the Braun Breaker interview. And I never which, said that either, by the way. You said that. Well, I said that. Uh, Jeremy and Sheer Delaware. You can't trust these dirt sheet boys. They just be throwing out there all sorts of stuff. You can't. Will Washington said he will show feet. Um. Maggie from Coexisting said she'll stop smoking. Luis, our moderator, who's done incredible work, said he'll get a buzz cut. And um, What are you going to do? Here, everybody's all putting themselves on the line, and you you haven't offered Sacri- up anything. Sacrifice my time and my social life uh, to, to break scoops. But You should do a day in the life of Denise. That would be fun. That would you be should. fun. But you should do that. Get in your super chats. Get in your humper chats. Please leave a thumbs up on this video. We would greatly appreciate it. Uh, it would mean an awful lot. Humperchats.com. And you can uh, get super chats here on uh, youtube.com slash Fightful. Let's get into it. Caden says, Denise is a fan of furries. I did see the photo. I did see the photo. What photo? You interviewed a furry this past weekend. I don't get the joke. Sorry. I don't either. Mugs uh, sent us a very generous super chat at the end of last night's show or Humper Chat and said, I wanted to send you love. Thank you, Mugs. Rob Reed says, I want Denise to go on a punk style rant on SRS. She does it all the damn time. What are you yeah. talking about? Yeah, I, I won't do that. But anyways, Hogan says, Sap didn't say anything about 10K, but he said he'd show his balls at 50K. I did say that. Did you really say that? Yeah. If I mean, come on, 50,000, Denise. Do you have any idea how much money I'd be yeah. making at that point? And then, they'd, and then they'd kick you off of Patreon Denise, for showing your balls. Denise, you would grow balls and show them if we got to 50K. 50K? Do you know how much you'd be making for like an hour and a half of work per week if we were at 50K? Can like everybody subscribe to Fightful Select right now <laughs> at this point? <laughs> Call Me Crazy says, Sean, how many major news stories happened this year? I mean, the the Cody Rhodes thing, Steve Austin returning from retirement, uh, the Vince McMahon scandal, the, the retirement there, Triple H being put in control. All the AEW stuff, CM Punk's injury, they go on and on and on and on and on. Just all day long. Sasha Banks, Naomi. I mean, there's just so much. There's so much. Just an incredible number of things. Shadman says, Battle Rap lost a legend this past weekend in a tragic event. Amazing to see Corey Graves, quote, Pat, or PAT, stay in his memory on Raw's main event. Uh, I didn't know about that. That is very unfortunate. Uh, Sorry to hear that. Nicholas says, you know, Big shout out to Denise on the media scrum. Glad your video is getting big numbers. As a reward, Sean won't mute you. Well, I'm not going to commit to anything right now. Uh, get us a 10,000. And I, you know what? I might not mute Denise for a month. Bro, go. I don't even care. You can mute me all I want. I'm still getting paid. <laughs> Darth says, Denise deserves a raise. Justice for Denise. Sean Stiggers with a huge super chat. Well, 
I won't say huge. It was a good one, though, Sean. It was good. Been watching you guys for a while, but never shared my thanks. I see the trash you all deal with online. But for me to you all, I love the work you do. Uh, the positive outweighs the negative. That's what uh, we try to tell ourselves and all that. Ultimately, we've got pretty cool jobs. We get to to hang out with with you guys and talk about wrestling. And, man, nothing beats that. Even on even on the bad nights, even on the nights where the, the content isn't that good, it's fun to sit around and talk wrestling with you guys. So we greatly appreciate it. We got Matt Reichel saying, I appreciate everyone at Fightful for their hard work. 427 people to go, and then we get 10K select subscribers. I love everyone. My prayers going to Kate. Have a great show, Sean, in Hollywood, Salcedo. Uh, send your love to, our, to, to Kate, her, her pup, uh, unfortunately, gone. That's uh, really unfortunate. She really loved uh, Buster, and we hate to see that. Kate is a big part of our family, and we want to send her all the love. Joel said, Sean's going to be able to put about three generations of sap through college with all these AEW backstage issues. I need to put myself through college. I've got, I got student loans to pay. I got I got a lot of money to, to pay back uh, Navient right now. This is going to sound really bad, so apologies, but I have to agree because, like, if it wasn't for the CM Punk rant, like, there was no way I was going to profit anything off of this trip. So uh, I got to say, like, I was very thankful for the drama. And that sounds yeah. really bad, but yeah. but I was thankful for the drama. Orlando says, I didn't know. I want to know what happened after the media scrum was done. Did you see anything? Did you hear anything, Denise? Well, the, the, the chaos was going on during the media scrum. So I can tell you what, what happened there. Please so do. basically, um, so, you know, CM Punk comes in and he does this whole thing where he starts. He basically sits, he set, he set up Nick Hausman to uh, ambushed him, ambushed the guy. He set him up. So bless Nick Houseman because that was that was you know. Nick, a Nick says hi. I'm Nick from Wrestling Inc. And he goes, oh well, here you go. Bam. Let me come at you at this. Aren't you friends with Colt Cabana? Didn't you do improv with him? And Nick's like, uh, I used to, but we're not friends. Yes. So he kind of you know sets him up there and then goes off on you know everything that he said. And it kind of got to this point where I thought, oh my god, just you know. You know, just kind of lay low, do your thing here, see what goes on. And it was one of the situations where you didn't even have to do much because CM Punk was giving so much information out. And so, like, even if there was a different question that was asked about something else, it ended up going back to the situation with, uh, you know, all shots that he was throwing at, whether it be uh, Colt Cabana or Hangman Page or the Elite or whoever it was that he was, you know, throwing shots at, right? And so it was one of those things, the first thing that I thought was just, okay, Make sure you're recording, sit down, and hope hope to God that CM Punk doesn't curse you out for being friends with Sean or something. I was thinking that, Sean. It crossed my mind. Yeah, of course. Because there was a portion where he said, like, oh, like, fuck you if you're with any, if you're friends with anybody that reports on this shit, this and that. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm about to get yelled at for being Sean's friend right now. That's, that crossed my mind, Sean. Okay, so then afterwards, afterwards, uh, after his scrum was over and uh, he left, uh, and then I think I forget who was afterwards. Sorry, it was just like a blur of a night now. But we have the next thing going on, and there was this moment, and I think it was a Swerve and Keith Lee when they were on that the security guard uh, situation happened because everybody was sitting down, and keep in mind we're all looking towards the right side of the room because that's where everything was happening. So that was my whole thing. The security guard, from what I remember was on the left side 
And then out of nowhere, we just hear like the man a bolt. Okay. Like he didn't even like run or speed walk. No, the man a bolted like a rocket ship. Okay. And everybody just like turned around and was like, okay, something's going on. Why would he leave the way that he did? But I don't think that anybody, at least not myself, thought, oh, there's a backstage brawl or something like that. No, I thought it was like, okay, you know, security issues. It's a big venue. There's tons of people here. Uh, maybe, you know, something went down with a fan or something. I don't know. I was thinking maybe there was a production thing. I have no idea. Maybe he had to really go to the bathroom. I have no idea. So then after that, um, everybody just, you know, went back to what we were doing. So there was a moment where a uh, PR basically kind of alluded to there being some guests that were coming up and Tony Khan kind of promoted it like, Oh, we have some big guests coming up, you know, kind of like that. So it was plural. So we were expecting more than one person. And then uh, nobody came and Tony was like, Oh, are they like, I think he said something along the lines of, are they out there or something like that? I don't remember exactly. But then she was like, Oh, you know, just like a minute or something. And then he texted Chris Jericho. Jericho. He I, texted I, Chris Jericho to I come in. Say he, in our Fightful Select report, please subscribe, I, I got a lot of people that I talked to putting over Chris Jericho for his composure and him stepping up both at the, the meeting and in light of this because there's no way he didn't know what was going on by this point. And he was composed during this scrum. Yeah, and you know, sometimes Jericho, and it was he was a little different in this scrum too, so that should have also been a big indication because I, if you've seen some of his scrums, sometimes he's like, he goes in and out of character, you know, that he's sort passing, of thing. This yeah. time, he was very straightforward, just wanting to go in there, fill in, do the job, no, you know, no bits, nothing like that. And so immediately after that, you know, once the scrum actually ended, there was a, the last portion was with Tony Khan. And you know that Tony Khan will talk for up to two hours if you want him to. And this time, you know PR was very like that's it Tony like that's it we got to wrap like that's it we want a hard out of 12 minutes that's it and they were being like more so uh and, aggressive and than they normally those, are those that don't know Tony very much like usually just stays as long as he wants and he'll say no no I'm staying around but and he kind of did. He was like, oh, no, AJ Awesome has something to say. And the PR was like, no, like, like, that's it. Like, that's like they were really, really making sure to end it. And so then afterwards, uh, it, usually in the PR after the press conferences, uh, Tony Khan sticks around and chats with everybody. Uh, you know, he usually gets, you know, it. The second Tony Khan has a moment alone, you just see a bunch of people like go and crowd around him. And that did not happen. This time he was immediately taken uh, taken out outside, out the door. He was taken away very, very fast. Um, and then afterwards, it was literally just everybody in the press. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply room kind of you know coming out and walking out and everybody took talking amongst themselves of like oh what did you hear and at that point everybody had already heard the rumors that were already being uh you know essentially that eventually ended up coming out afterwards but those rumors were already going around by that point and uh we have reported on this extensively on fightfulselect.com um there's 
People got chairs thrown at them, hit in the face. There's rumors that people got bit, knocked out, rocked. Um, we've got Larry the dog nearby. Um, a lot of stuff like this. We have an incredible amount of detail. Uh, people that are surprised that the cops weren't called, who is expected to get fired, all kinds of stuff like that. Uh, on FightfulSelect.com, I have details on uh, what WWE talent thought about it because it was a hot topic today at Raw and even outside of that. One WWE talent, and let me tell you, I, I, I'm going to drop their name in the private chat, Denise. But Oh, I was going to say you're going to drop their name. No, no I'm going to drop their oh, name I in saw. the private chat, Denise. But the person said if they can't make money off of this and get over their problems, they got no business talking about who draws a house and who doesn't. I just dropped you the name in the private chat. That person carries enough weight to, to say such a thing, I would I would say. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. There, there you go. So, I mean, like, this isn't just somebody throwing it out there. People saying, oh, work. It ain't a work. It is not a work. People got hurt. People uh, are lucky they didn't go to jail. Let me just say to you this, say this to you again, guys. I said it when Cody left. I said it the first time when MJF had the argument in, in March when I was like, this is going to come to a head, might come to a head like eh, Vegas. This is not a fucking work. Not a fucking work. And if you are in work brain, let me tell you, you're, you're just going to take the tinfoil hat off, guys. The incredible amount of resources that it would take to go in and work dozens of media that have combined five, six, seven dozen sources, and not one person has said it's not, it's a work, come on now. It's even more than that, too. I feel like it, it's just when you think about how this looked, and obviously, you know, we're not, you know, we're not dumb. There's a lot of criticism right now as to the way that things were handled and how, you know, basically, you know, Tony Khan allowing CM Punk to go off and say all the things that he said. Uh, be honest, like, that was not a good look. That was not a good look for the company. And so to me to, like, say, like, oh, it's, you know, a work and this and that, I'm sorry, but you don't want to get in a situation where, like, the president, the owner, uh, you know, doesn't look, like, in a positive light. You know, like, that is not something that I think is necessarily um, a good thing. So, for me, and I had like, you know, there's people asking me like, what do you think? Like, do you think this is a work? This is not a work. I was like, bro, all I can tell you based on what, how, like based on my personal experience and what went down at that media scrum and all the tension and just like the security guard and even everything afterwards, um, there was just a lot of things that basically said like, this is not a work. And then even afterwards, like there's a lot that's like being talked about. There's all of these rumors that I've heard, you know, obviously, you know, some of that stuff's already out. Some of that stuff isn't out, but based on like rumors and stuff, like I'm personally connecting the dots and the dots are connecting. Like, let's just like, that's the best way that I can describe it. The dots are connecting. Oh, by the way, guys, if you post blatant misinformation in our chat in order to, you know, just troll, you're gonna, you're gonna get banned. We're, we're not here for that. So, uh, we're gonna we're gonna make sure that that isn't done. If you if your if your limit of this is WWE sucks, AEW is trash. We don't want you around in our chat. Go troll somewhere else. We don't want it. We don't need you doing anything like that. Uh, we've got a wealth of super chats about this. Reductive says Alexa, play Bad Blood by Taylor Swift. 
Johnny Hustler says, anyone who reports on that, wouldn't it have been everyone in the room? No. So there's a, a big misconception about that. Like whenever I see people say, you need to ask this, you better ask this, you need to ask this. Listen, guys, this is a media scrum. This is not a journalist scrum. This is not a reporter scrum. This is not a just dirt sheet boy scrum. This is not that. It ain't me, Dave, and Mike Johnson hanging out in a room. Uh, Denise Salcedo does not report a bunch of scoops. Uh, AJ Awesome did not report a bunch of scoops. And I see people taking shots at AJ all the time. He's a kid. He's got an interview channel. Kid. <laughs> like, he's media. Who cares? Like, media isn't all the same. I've always said this. You can have a wrestling website that's all about donuts. Who gives a shit? You get the credential? Go there and ask your question about what kind of donut Swerve likes the most. Like, it's it's not people always... Have different, people have yeah. different angles, and this isn't just for pro wrestling. As somebody who comes from an entertainment background, there was things that I would see that, you know, certain outlets were asked certain types of questions because that's what, go, that's what they uh, cater for. That's their audience. That's their model. That's, you know, whatever their situation is. But that's basically how things go down. Yeah, I mean... Media comes in a lot of different shapes and sizes. We got people that, that cover very specific things on Fightful. I wouldn't expect them to ask necessarily scoop questions. They're going to ask something that is more appropriate for their content. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's where the the the, the joke come, came from. If, if any of you ever hear us say, oh, I'm going to ask them why they haven't fired Velveteen Dream yet. That's a running joke because... We would get just bugged on Twitter all the time. Ask them why they haven't fired Velveteen Dream yet. Well, they ain't going to answer that question. We ain't burning a question on that. We've asked them 10 times. We're not going to ask them 11 at time. You got to be cognizant of the answer you're going to get, the assignment that you have, the type of content that you have. There, there's an awful lot of that, that goes into that more than just grill them about Velveteen Dream. Well, so. also too, like whatever you're there for is technically what you're supposed to be like focusing on. So if we're there to do an AW all out media scrum, that's what the media scrum should be covering. Yeah. It's supposed to be about the specific thing. Um, I like Jeremiah Lasky says, I'm thinking about biting my coworker at work now. Joel Wood says the really disturbing part to me was Tony was just sitting there not saying anything while punk was running down people that helped build the company he runs. Ask your, here's my thing. Like, I'm just from an outsider's perspective, though, like, first and foremost, like, I completely agree. It was shocking, you know, like, you're, you're supposed to be like, nah, bro, like, don't do this publicly. This should don't air your dirty laundry, you know, that sort of thing. Let's keep it behind closed doors, right? Like, step up and not let this happen. But part of me thinks that now, like, the bigger story is there. Why didn't Tony Khan say anything? Why didn't Tony Khan stop CM Punk? Why? And I think that's where the story's at. Yeah, me too. What what type of relationship does he have with the Young Bucks, with Hangman? And I mean, listen, I there ain't no way I trade Hangman, the Bucks, and Omega for whatever Punk's got left in the tank. All due respect to Punk, I think he's a phenomenal performer. He's a huge name. But there's a lot more, I think, left in those four, four performers that he buried than what is left in CM Punk at this stage. And I don't think that's controversial to say. But here's the thing, too, Sean, and this is where I kind of feel like you know, a lot of people, I don't know, you know, what people are saying or whatever, but it's like, here's the thing, though, when you are an EVP, you're not just supposed to think, 
what's the best thing for me? What's sure. the best thing for my buddy Joe? No, you have to think about the whole the whole entire company and the best interest of the entire company, not just your friends, not just you, not just your group. You have to think about everybody. And I know that a lot of people, there's a lot of heat on CM Punk right now. I've seen it all over the internet, but people cannot deny that CM Punk is obviously a draw. He's a very popular person. He was, you know, is a big deal. And and so for me, like, I feel like it should have never gotten to this point. There should have been an agreement from the very beginning of like, all right, you know, we all like all these stars, all these people need to, I hate to say the word coexist for yeah. the greater good of the company. Why? Because I'm an EVP and I care about the company as a whole, not just myself. So in that portion, like I do see where CM Punk is coming from greatly on that perspective of things. So, um, yeah, we've got so many different just super chats humper chats about this just an unbelievable amount thank you guys we greatly appreciate it uh just a reminder every week i do a q a show on fightfulselect.com so subscribe rob reed says wait who could hate aj awesome kids a sweetheart uh jealous people that's who people that that think that they deserve to be there and he doesn't when he's he travels he comes there he gets his content so uh go do the work and maybe you'll get invited too Avery Duncan says, we got out of the pandemic and it seemed like all the wrestling news that should have happened over the last two years is happening this year. Yeah, uh, let me tell you, I covered MMA and pro wrestling both and I stopped covering MMA because the juice wasn't really worth the squeeze for me and I've never been happier that I put all my eggs in the, the pro wrestling basket. Uh, we are going to go back and forth between Raw and and this because this is what everybody is talking about. I almost feel like we should save save Raw until after with this. Oh no, <laughs> we 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 Raw would be about know. two minutes. So we're That's gonna talk. We're gonna talk a little bit about it. Edge promo. Rhea officially makes Dom a sub. Omar says story wise, Rhea pegged Dom since she's his daddy. Bonus points if Denise knows what I'm talking about. Yes, I know what you're talking about. What is he talking about? I'm not gonna describe pegging on the air. Okay, just making sure. Anyway, you got Ray. He's out there. He's like, no, 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 I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, Edge. He's my son. And Edge is like, your son is an adult, and I'm going to beat his ass. I and love finally, it. Finally, finally. I feel like Edge saw my tweet or something. Was like, bro, finally someone said he's not a little boy. He's a man. As somebody points out, we went three hours on this last night. So, yeah, um, we're not necessarily going to just – Go into go into just AEW then Raw, but this led to uh, an ass whooping. Rhea said that she has made Dominic a man. The like the the inference that is being made on this show, like I, I, I like doing, Sean. they know what they're doing. I love it, and this got Ray eventually to challenge Damian Priest to a match, uh, which we saw later on. Damian Priest would uh, defeat. Rey Mysterio and Dominic is going to face Edge next week. Uh, man, Dominic, he needed to be freshened up. Damian Priest is so good in the ring. Rey Mysterio is still so good in the ring. This feud is a little played out, even with the freshened up aspect of it. I was already ready to see Edge and Dominic from here, but but Rey badly wanted to see this, so. This is a harmless way to continue this feud. If you're looking to bridge that gap until you get Edge there next week, what'd you think of, of 
Edge, Dominic, Rhea, uh, Damian Priest versus Ray, all the whole lot of it. Okay, first and foremost, who would have thought Rhea Ripley is saving Dominic Mysterio's career right now? And by that, I mean there was no interest in Dominic prior to this. Like, you know, we all, you know, you know bless his heart, but there was no interest in this Mysterio's. They were like at one point the most like non-interesting act in WWE. Okay. Like there was nothing there. It was like, Oh yeah, there's something like after the father and son thing wears out, there's, there was nothing there. So the fact that they completely uh, livened up the story. And now today he was like a big focal point of raw. Like if you tell me like, what were your three takeaways from raw? Well, the first one, there was a lot that went down with Dominic. So, you know, given that I feel like, dude, it's kind of cool that we're finally seeing something happen there and i'm glad that edge did the whole you know he's a man type of thing already and i'm thinking like that's obviously good you need to keep doing that keep saying that and then on top of that there was a moment where ray mysterio said that he was you know he's sad he's heartbroken that they separated him from his son and this and that and there was a really funny moment where he said you know they're poisoning his mind and i'm like bro you're acting like this is the first time dominic mysterio watched porn in his life because he's his mind is being poisoned. And then I thought, well, there's been a bit based on the assumptions. There's more, more than that going on. I love it, though. I love the insinuations. And they obviously know um, what is being talked about on the Internet. And now they're just playing it up. Consider so, me a fan for the most Rob, part. Rob Reed says, Dom needs to wrestle bigger. That clothesline and Ray looked great. It did look great. It looked really, really good. Trey says, the things I do to switch positions with Dom, I'd never watch a baseball game, game again. That's my entire life. Jesus Christ. Um, I think that everybody did pretty well here. This is, it was a natural progression of this feud. They had to go to it. They had to go to it. Uh, we've got a, back to the AEW, Tony says, my biggest question is, do we have anyone on or off the record who can confirm that Punk tried to influence Tony on Colt's contract? No, we've got a lot of people on background, a lot of AEW talent on background that believed that was the case. And I want to address this. Somebody says the EVP spreading rumors to Meltzer and other media to quote Sean isn't off the record enough for you. They all reported or mediated it for weeks. Well, Ice Teehee, you're fucking stupid because I said here on this show last night that I have never, not once in my life, spoken to the Young Bucks or Kenny Omega outside of our interviews and those were set up by third parties so this is not what happened the evps did not spread rumors to me who reported that that's what talent thought and talent did think that and they can and you can have a couple of talent all they want come out and say this didn't happen well maybe it didn't happen but that's what talent thought when he was getting cut that was the perception of it and all we can do is sort of um uh, Sort of report that. It's wrestling news. You're going to hear some rumors. We ain't reporting on politics here. Uh, you're going to get some, some gossip and rumors. That's just the nature of it. FightfulSelect.com. Johnny Hustler says, I'd argue that Rhea is the most interesting part of the entire Judgment Day. She is. I wouldn't fight you on that at all. I wouldn't she fight is. you on that whatsoever. She's the one, like, everybody's talking about her and Dominic. And whenever there's all these moments, she's the one that's like taking on all the guys. She's the one that has helping them win. This is, a, this is a win for Rhea Ripley. Lots of super chats about this. Bill Mitchell says, I'm curious to know just how much porn Denise watches. What? All because I said he wasn't poisoning his mind all of a sudden. It was very highly insinuated. 
Tony says, the way Rhea was presented tonight made it seem like she's the leader of the group. I wouldn't mind that. Why not? They're all her subs. All of them. Dream Ninja says... A little too much for me, Sean. A little too me. much. Not me. Not me. Not the, not the viewing audience. She is Poppy. She's the Poppy of that group, Denise. Okay. Damn. I just feel like making everyone say that they're her subs is a little too much. Not really. Dream Ninja says, in the end, this whole thing is making Rhea into the most badass of all badasses, and I love that for her. She's a special talent, and she's the leader. Yeah, I completely agree. I think she is a special talent. And oh, my you- God. What if they do a thing where, like, you can go online and sign up to be part? You know how when they did, like, oh, sign up to be part of the Dark Order? <laughs> what if they yeah. do something like that, be part of the Judgment Day, and be led by, R- by Rhea Ripley? <laughs> can you imagine how many signups I would get? Yeah, I think that uh, you, you should give that a go. You should give that a go. I a shout out to Ice T He He that sent us a super chat to troll, and it ain't getting red. <laughs> oh my god! Hey guys, by the way, if you come in here and say AEW just released a statement and they didn't, and they didn't, like I've had like three or four people do, um, well, you're gonna get banned. Like, stop following for shitty accounts. Employ some media literacy. Go look for the check mark at the top of the Twitter account. My God. Uh, will AEW fire Punk? Doubt it. Doubt it. Rob Reed said, Linda Miles walked so Rhea Ripley could run. Linda Miles was not good. Uh, Lorenzo says, Rhea being Dom's uh, mic is good stuff. I don't know what that means. Oh, must suck to not know something, huh, Sean? What does it mean? Mr. Dirtsy Boy. What does it mean? Hmm? What's it mean? I'm, they didn't ask me the question they asked you. They didn't ask me. Uh, <laughs> Jason says, does Dom get an emo version of Regal's Real Man's Man for an entrance theme now? How would that the would... emo version sound? Amazing. That's how it would sound. It's a man. Such a man. I don't yes. know. What would that would be, be incredible. <laughs> Brandon says, Rhea is doming Dom. Dexter may very well be pegging Miz, and you thought Raw wasn't going to TV 14. Okay, then. Well, we've got more AEW stuff. Bako 5 says, it seems AEW started imploding when Cody left. He had incredible foresight. Harold says, a con losing control of his organization because he's hiring the wrong people. Never saw that coming. Signed a Jaguars fan. Damn, that is cold. Um, Joe says, could you imagine wrestlers court undertaker would have overseen if punk did that, uh, in WWE, it wouldn't have happened in WWE. It just wouldn't have happened. The closest I've ever seen was Batista. When he returned briefly, he had a a media conference. He's like, this kind of sucks. Like, man, that's the closest I've seen. It wouldn't happen in this public type of way. Yeah. Bake 05 says a punk be little TK and acted like he owns the place. And DDM says, if Dynamite doesn't crack over a million viewers this week, I don't know. It's must-see TV. I think it is must-see TV. I think you got to see who's going to say what, right? I mean, what can you expect, though? Like, what's... I mean, it's going to be very, like, telling what happens. I mean, it depends. Like, let's say you have somebody cut cut a promo, and it ends up being, like, you know, a shoot or something. Like, I just don't know anymore. I I really don't know anymore. Do do you like you either lay down the law and then don't have anybody go out there and say anything that they shouldn't be saying, or you just freaking like 
ride the momentum that you got right now and just, you know, make it into a storyline. I don't know. Are they even in the position? I don't even think they're in the position to do that yet because you have to have everybody in agreement to do that. We got Nico Nick saying, with your knowledge in the entertainment industry, what do you think the best reaction would be from Warner Brothers Discovery regarding last night? Denise, I would say wait till Wednesday, see what the number is. Yeah, and also they just need to see how Tony Khan, uh, basically how Tony Khan handles this. That's the big, like, test. Because that's going to show, like, a lot of their, like, trust, right? Like, you got to have that trust in this person. So depending on how he handles things, I think is going to be, like, everybody's going to be keeping their eye on that. Leave us a thumbs up, guys. We'd greatly appreciate it. Vin, with an incredibly generous super chat says, Tony knows all about re what Real Tension does for business. He's been looking for something to take away momentum from WWE. Perhaps he's gone Russo. You guys have great chemistry and charisma. Love the hair, Denise. Fond memories of Riverfront Stadium. I have fond memories of that ashtray-looking stadium as well. Uh, I love our new newer ballpark. It's 20 years old. But uh, Synergy Field, Riverfront Stadium, loved it. A lot of great memories there. I do think that if you... If you get caught one time faking a backstage fight, nobody like you, you kind of that doubt will just sort of always be there. You know what I mean? Why is it so hard to believe that people don't like each other? You're going to sit here and tell me that everybody likes each other. Like no matter where you work, there's always work politics. My grandma had work politics. Think about that. Yeah. Everybody has work politics. It, it would be ridiculous for us to think that everybody likes each other. Yeah. I mean, and I don't um, understand why it's so hard to believe that these guys with, you know, that are stars with, you know, egos and pride and, you know, different mentalities. Why wouldn't they have beef with one another? I, I completely agree. Uh, gone full Russo, I wouldn't say that. Implementing the objectively most buzzworthy things about pro wrestling? Sure. I mean, I don't see Tony coming out here and he, he ain't told me that anything we've reported is wrong. You know what I mean? And let me tell you, in the past, if he feels like there has been a slight or there's been something incorrect, he'll let us know. Uh, a lot of these execs will let us know. WWE officials let us know. Impact, uh, when ROH was still around uh, regularly, they did as well. GCW, like they let us know if we report something that they're like, oh, that's not right. They're not dumb. They see the buzz this causes, but there might be legal stuff at play as well. well yeah. um, Fluxuation says, is there any more details surrounding Ace biting Kenny? Like, where did he bite him? Well, it's a very generous super chat. Sorry that I don't have an answer for you, but I don't have an answer for you. Um, Okay, does so does, okay, depending on where he bites him, bit him, does that change anything? <laughs> yes, I think so. Okay. A little bit. What's worse? Where's the worst part to be bitten? What's the lamest and the if best? If you're part? like trying to bite a finger off or something like that, that's bad. Or a nose or something. But like, how can you be if you like tried to bite him on the ass or something? Like, how <laughs> can you even be mad ass? at that, right? <laughs> It depends on like how, where, what positioning they were in. What was like, what was going on at that point? We, we need some imagine, context. We do need some context the on the bite. Yeah. The arm to me seems like the most obvious. Like if you're in a fight, maybe you're something and you decide to do a bite. 
I don't know. That's, that's where most biters bite is on the right. arm. That's where you I see it, a shoulder or something like that. You don't want to bite somebody on the ass for sure. Or you don't want to do ear. that. That would be just too much. Mike Tyson yeah, bit, bit a man's ear off. Uh, I know. Sorry, I couldn't provide you with an answer. Thank you for the very generous super chat. We greatly, greatly appreciate that. Well, can, also, that's, that's what we're going to be expecting from the, that's what's going to get us to 10K, the spot of where the bite happened. We got a lot of people signing up during this show too. And I want to thank you guys so much for that. Please head over to Fightful Select. Uh, we, I cannot possibly underscore how much news on this we have over there. Uh, Daniel says, Tony needs to lay down the hammer, right? Yeah, I think he does. I think he needs to get him in a room and say, get over it. Get over it or figure it out. Rolling Courage says, Denise needs a, needs a kendo stick for these situations. And Cameron says, biting is such a crazy thing to do. What is this, kindergarten? Somebody asked me on Fightful Select, because I did a live, a live thread tonight, what situation would you bite somebody? And I'm like, a dick twist. That, that's about it. That's, that's about it. Uh, somebody said, PWI reported there was no biting. Uh, there's, there's a lot of conflicting information on whether or not there was biting in that situation. And okay. if, unless you were in the room, you don't know if there was biting or not. That's Okay. Well, Sean, here's the thing to think about, though. If you're yeah. on a three-on-two situation, punk, steel, the elite – you're gonna if you're the you're outnumbered, you're going to have to like think of ways to like get you're gonna be in fight mode, you know? You're gonna be like, well, fuck it. You know, we're we're a man down. I'm gonna freaking go all crazy and bite somebody. Yeah. And you by know? the way, I didn't I didn't see PWI say anything about a bite. So if you could send that to me, I would love to love to see that. Plus, uh, myself and, and numerous others. Um ugh. Still, still getting, still getting information on it. Just unreal. But uh, we are going to go back in. We're going to weave back in. We had the return of Braun Strowman after an incredible four-way tag team match. Los Lotharios, New Day, Street Profits, uh, Alpha Academy. You got Concerned Citizen saying, I found it interesting that right after Braun's segment, they had Ra Raquel immediately come out. Any info on that and if Braun will stay on Raw or move to SmackDown? Well, he's going to SmackDown, but um, it was just something that, that we, we knew was going to happen. Braun coming back. I even reported today on FightfulSelect.com. Please subscribe. There was going to be an overturned car to kind of like hint that Braun was coming back, and that's what happened. Braun looked like a million bucks. Physically, he looked better than he's ever looked before. The offense looked great. They immediately said, hey, in case you forgot who this guy was, he's going to dominate eight people at one time. Uh, was it good for the tag team division? No, not really. But I'm glad they did it. If they were going to do it, I'm glad they did it after like 15 minutes of them wrestling. These people had beat the absolute dog shit out of each other, Denise. Beat the shit out of each other. And then Braun Strowman, a former Universal Champion who was in a WrestleMania title match who used to just mow down Roman Reigns and turn over semi-trucks and stuff like that. He came in, he picked the bones, and he did it in a heelish way. I know a lot of people don't like the stuff that Braun says. I'm with you. I think it's a little ridiculous. FightfulSelect.com had uh, some news on that last week. But uh, we also reported that he was likely coming back. He was, for the WWE system, I think he was a very good performer until they neutered him, Denise. When they gave him Nicholas, 
and he did that. I was there for that. Oh, I'm sorry. And me and me and Alex used to make the running joke, Denise, when he was like flipping Roman Reigns off a of loading docks. We're like, how long? How long will it take until he's out there saying, Cricket Wireless is the nation's leading wireless service and dancing around with like the little mascot and all that. We knew it was going to happen. That's what Vince always does. The match was very good. What did you think about Braun? Well, first and foremost, I, okay, I'll start off with the TV portion of it. So, Dude, he looked great, man. He came in there. He looked like a beast. He's very much in shape. I thought he probably, he def- I completely agree with everybody that said that he looked uh, better than he's ever looked before. I thought that you could really feel like the Braun Strowman intensity. I thought he brought it in all sense of the way. I didn't think like, I know some people were like, you know, not liking how it actually, how the debut, like the, re- not the debut, the return actually happened. But I'm like, ah, whatever. Like, it's fine. To me, it didn't. It didn't matter to me. Like, it didn't matter to me at all. Like, I just thought he looked great. Good for him. Um, But I can't help but to kind of just, like, laugh a little bit, though, because it was, what, like, a week and a half ago or so or two weeks, I don't even know how long, that he's putting out these comments about how, you know, all this stuff about the control your narrative and, you know, Tony Khan and the money and uh, Tony Khan's dad and all of the comments that he said. And then I'm like, hmm, where did we go from that feeling so passionate about that to all of a sudden you're back in WWE? So that for me, I'm interested in knowing what went down in between those two, uh, you know, those two things. Oh, man. I'm glad to see him back, at least from a performer standpoint. I loved the feud. I loved the feud uh, with Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman. I thought it was one of the best of a pretty dark 2017 for WWE. So uh, I, I want to see what he can do. Omar says, not finished with you, Roman. <laughs> there you go. And you got a guy who's who's immediately a title contender. And I Insim- think he's going to add a lot too, Sean. He re- I think he will. I think he will. Yeah, He'll add I agree. Intimate says, Braun and Reigns better have a run in. Oh, I think eventually. I think eventually they will. Um, Morg says, why did Braun have to ruin a perfectly good fatal four way? Number one contenders match. Give me flashbacks to when he won the tag team battle Royal. Yeah. I don't disagree with that. Um, if you're going to do that, like I, I would have different personnel out there for it. Like I did, I did enjoy this match. It did feel like a bit of a waste. Um, it was to establish that they were, that, that Braun was back though. We got Lord Zypher says, give me Braun Gunther immediately, please. I would like that. Um, We've got, man, just just so many people still wanting to talk about that. But we've also got some people still talking about Rhea. Terry Allen Jr. says, Dominic's development with darkness is interesting. I'm interested to see where it goes. K-Lover Vibes says, Rhea Becky, feud of the year next year, guaranteed. Um, I think that would be great. I would love to see them. I want to see Becky with new people. Chris says, is Rhea cleared to wrestle since her match with Bianca was canceled? She hasn't wrestled. That is very interesting. Uh, well, they've got her involved with this story. I'd be surprised if she was able to do anything if they didn't necessarily clear her to some degree. Michael says, am I the only guy on Punk's side? Love the hair, Denise. Love the show as always. Um, I am not, like, I'm not, sure where i stand on that there's still a lot of questions that that need to be answered 
I lean a little bit more towards CM Punk side. And I know that that's a little bit of the minority, but I just, uh, I think the way that I think and just basically what was put out there, I I know that everybody's like, oh, CM Punk's a jerk and this and that. But I'm like, I don't think he's like a lot of what he said. I would be mad too, like if it was me. So there, I do, I, while I don't agree with everything and how things were like aired out, I do agree with a lot of what CM Punk said. What else do we got here? Uh, in Simmons saying, interesting, Kofi Woods and Montez didn't get beat up. Well, if there's three you're protecting in that situation, it's those three guys. And I think that's, uh, I think that's worth them doing. Uh, we've got, we got a lot of people asking about Malachi Black. I want to say this. I'm working on it. I'm trying to find out. Um, I'm not going to pry into his personal life or anything like that. That's not, that's not what I want to do. So if you want to ask questions about that, you're, you're going to waste your time and money. But we, we did have that interesting moment though during the show, and I don't think course. it was aired on TV where he did like the he did like a bow like like this this type yeah. of bow like the I don't know if it was a good vibe I don't know what you want to call that bow but he did that. Yes, uh, Muggs says I'm still confused. Punk's issue with Hangman. I've read your report SRS about the issue that Punk had with the Hangman promo. It appears that Punk is very thin skinned. I felt bad for Hangman. Uh, yeah, it's just. When that happens, you never know the circumstances necessarily surrounding it. I can tell you that almost everybody that I talked to felt like Hangman was selling a pay-per-view. And you do have to sell that pay-per-view. I don't get how he almost compromised a million-dollar gate. Because I remember when that first came out, my initial thought was, what did Hangman Page say? If it was something that was like really like out there and outrageous, I feel that it would have been like instantly like, oh, yeah, it must have. It was probably this moment where Hangman Page said this or that. I had to go back and like watch clips and see what it was that Hangman Page even said that would trigger CM Punk in this situation. Um, So, yeah, I don't I feel like I feel like the Hangman Page stuff. I wasn't necessarily like um, I, I feel like hangman kind of got in an icky situation there but i don't think it was i don't think he did it on purpose though i think he was trying to sell a pay-per-view indeed uh hamlet says how can tony khan ever trust punk with a live mic again well you have to be you have to be cognizant of that right i mean that it did it create a ton of buzz yes it did however like there's just (sighs) Is that the type of buzz you want? Any buzz is good buzz, right? I, don't, isn't that what they say? Good I will say this. Bad publicity? I don't know. It's good for us. Yeah. It's real good for us. I mean, I, you're about to get a raise out of this, Denise. I am. And also my videos almost, it may already be at 400K, but the last time I checked prior to this post show was almost at 400K. And it's ranking like the highest too. So I was very proud of that. Thank you to my, to my search engine optimization skills. Yeah. Utark says, uh, what if EVPs had a hush campaign where talent were made to believe Punk had something? If this believe, happens, Punk validates his meltdown for me. Yeah, I mean, there does Punk have some qualms? I'm going to say absolutely he has some qualms. There are absolutely some real qualms he has. I don't think that... Do you, And you can't blame the guy. I mean, come on. Even the part where he was saying about, you know, I don't hate to bring this up, but the whole part about... Uh, Cole Cabana and the money being in his mom's account to hide it from CM Punk while CM Punk is paying another man's bills. Think about that. Come on. And let me tell you this. Um, had I tried to reach out to Colt Cabana in the past about this? Yes. But he wouldn't say anything. 
wouldn't say anything. Like that was, it was just straight out right told that. Like, nope, not going to talk about him. Okay. All right, then. Michael Key says, I heard Punk killed Omega with a grenade. <laughs> oh, man. By the way, the person who says that they sent me the PW Insider article about the no biting, you're going to have to DM it to me. I can't possibly see, can't possibly see uh, with, with the, the filters I have on tweets. My Meet Rana sends a super chat. Big thank you. Uh, Luis will keep his eye out on that. Uh, Nick says, does Tony Ro- Ro- Storm have heat with Thunder Rosa after she threw shade at her at the, during the scrum? I don't know if Thunder, if she's got heat with Rosa. Rosa seemed to have liked her, but it did echo a very common sentiment of, we'll see how hurt she is, the, the lost smile thing. I've been trying to find out as much as I can about it, but there's not a lot of detail being handed out about what that injury actually is. I, I don't like I know everybody took it as shade and it may be shade, but there was a part of me that oh, thought shade. that it was absolutely feel shade. like it was one hundred percent. I kind of felt like maybe she was doing the whole like, well, if you guys are saying about it, I might as well throw this in there. I don't know. Oh, I, I think mean, it was one hundred percent shade. It really yeah. sucks, honestly, that that's happening. Brandon Charles Powell says Raw was fine, but let's talk about what we're really here to talk about. What's the name of that bakery punk mentioned? Mindy's Mindy. Bakery. They're closed. They're not open till Wednesday. I know. Uh, Wednesday, they're going to have a line. They should have called an audible and opened today. (laughs) (laughs) I was dying to make that joke. It was like, I was Uh, dying. I was waiting for this moment, Sean. I'm so proud of you right now. That was fantastic. (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ. They're not listening to the crowd. They're not. Come on. They're gonna have to open up a pop-up store at Arthur Ash and make it right. That's what they're Bro, gonna have to do. I'm freaking Jordan. Mindy's right now. I'm freaking celebrating, uh, singing Hallelujah. Jordan says for Funk having an open door policy, sort of does pick his moments to air grievances in the public. That these are all reasonable complaints, I think, as well. And this is the only thing you guys want to talk about. So let's go ahead and get through Raw. Kevin Owens defeated austin theory i gotta put over austin theory here though he slipped on the mic and when he slipped he blamed it on his jaw hurting because tyson fury hit him so hard that was a i noticed that part but what did he slip in i i can't remember but he he was instead of doubling back on it he stuttered and then he was like "Ooh, like my jaw i love that that was a pro move a very pro move he sold it so well i thought it was part of the act yeah. Um, we got somebody saying for 10K subscribers, is it possible to add timestamps and you talk about match topics? We're so all over the map, it'd be hard. We'd have to hire a whole different person for that. But if anybody wants to submit them, I'm here for you. I'm here for you. Uh, Kevin Owens gets the win. Kevin Owens is on a run. And Kevin Owens is another guy that's been heated up. And if they put him in a title match just randomly, you can look at it and you can say, you can say, Oh, he's won a bunch of matches. Of course, he belongs in that title match. Denise, I, I love this. Okay, so like no lie, prior to the show, because all my shirts are like, I have like Buck shirts, I have, I have the Hangman shirt, my CM Punk shirt, and I was looking through my drawer and I was like, I can't wear anything that shows anything. Whose shirt should I wear? And then finally I found my my uh, my Kevin Owens shirt. But anyways, uh, dude, I love this match, actually. I really, really love this match. And there were two moments that I put to, in particular want to talk about. One 
was that swanton on the outside where theory oh. got his knees up and i want to give credit there to the camera work for that we don't often give camera work any credit over on the wwe side of things but seriously i loved that angle in which there, there was some that. good production multiple times on the show yeah, that one was definitely one of them. And then the other thing that I want to shout out because it just looked absolutely gruesome was the part where Theory uh, like practically decapitated Kevin Owens' head when he tossed him into the steel steps. Oh, that looked really mad. Like, that looked brutal to me. So I really, that stood out to me. Um, and honestly, what can you expect? Kevin Owens just goes out there. He puts on exciting Killers. matches. Like, the dude is always... He brings it, okay? Like, he, it doesn't matter if it's like a, it could be like a nothing match and he'll go out there and put on a great show. So, man, kudos to him. I also love the promo that Austin Theory did where he basically told, um, told him like, you know, you're just jealous of me because you haven't even held gold and look at me, I came in and I'm already holding the money in the bank. Oh, I loved that. That was great. I thought that the last couple of weeks have been looking a lot stronger for Theory. And I feel like, this is a good thing, a really good thing. Like I'm, I'm like, I'm feeling like a fan. Kevin Owens keeps killing it, keeps killing it. Uh, speaking of Canadians, Canada, uh, we are tossing around, guys, the idea of doing maybe some sort of a live show ahead of the AEW Dynamite in Toronto. Now, those of you familiar with the area, we're still tossing around ideas. Hit me and Jimmy up on Twitter. Hit Joel up on Twitter. Joel Pearl. Let us know what kind of environment you'd like, what day or what time works best for you, all that good stuff. Uh, it's something we're tossing around, so we want to gauge your interest. Because uh, I don't want to become the lonely Virgil meme. I don't want to be that. I don't, I don't want to be at some Irish pub just like, oh. And that's how I feel like, Denise, when they, they were going to do that, that wrestling show with my name on it, I was like, what if nobody comes? What if nobody comes? I'm and I'm sorry, just sitting there with my fanny pack me. with no money in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Look, all I'm saying is I don't even know what to say. That's actually. <laughs> all right. Well, <laughs> well, we got uh, James really Stalling says honestly. when punk came back, I was like, yes, but as much as I love him, I love AEW more. So if punk needs to go away. That's what needs to happen. So I, you're making I, sure you have fans, Sean. Make sure you have some fans. We just had a super chat, Denise. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just dying at that. Okay, continue. But yeah, I agree. Like, you can't have a person poison the well. That's the approach I take with, with Select and our audience. If there's somebody that I think is poison for our audience, sorry, you're not, you're not going to be around. Uh, I'm poison, Sean. Kick me out. Rob Bass says, if Ace gets fired, will this cause more backstage problems with Punk moving forward? Could Punk get suspended like Kingston? Whoever instigated it absolutely should get suspended like Kingston. There has been a precedent sent. Uh, I'm sorry, but if you throw a chair at somebody or something like that, you, you got to probably deal with it. You got you just probably got to deal with the, the fact that somebody's getting fired or suspended. Skywalker Club says, drama aside, I'm sold on Ace Steel, Kenny Omega, dog collar match. I don't remember the last time Ace Steel worked. I don't know if he's... Like Still active two or, years ago, I think. Let me see. He's 49. No, he wrestled in he wrestled in June. Oh shit. He did AAW. Jimbo says feels like Jericho's the Undertaker, of the AEW locker room. Tony's true right hand man has his back. Others call themselves leaders, but Chris acts like one. I mean, he's acted up a few times in his day. Like we, you know, we've all got those moments for sure. We've all but got those moments. 
he feels like the person I think that even if he realizes like there's all this drama, I feel like he's the person that could be like, hey, guys, like, let's look at the bigger picture. Let's step back for a second. And obviously he has enough respect in the locker room where I feel like he is that person that if he wanted to be in that position, he should be in that position. So much experience, you know. Joel Wood says, if you had have heat with Hangman, I'm going to assume you're the problem. I've never heard anybody say a bad word about the guy. The only bad things that I, I heard people say was that he was knocking the shit out of people for a while with the buckshot. But then Arn Anderson kind of said, like, stop doing that. <laughs> he was a little more careful with it. A funny quote I got about that, Denise. One time <laughs> I was asking people who had taken the buckshot. I'm like, how was it? And Carl Anderson goes, oh, it was light. If anybody hits me hard, I'm just going to quit. <laughs> Aww, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, all right, there we go. Um, but we got more super chats. Ruben Hidalgo says, all this punk elite drama makes me wonder how publicized the click shenanigans would have been if social media was around in the 90s. But you know what? The click was known for the, their partying ways. They were known to kind of get out there and do their thing, Denise. Uh Denise, how hard do you like to party? I party so hard. I'm like the hardest partier ever. Well, Denise, yes. we've got a product that's going to help you. I'm so excited. What is it? It's my friends at Zbiotics. Please check out our new sponsor. And you know what, Denise? I'm going to go to a pre-recorded ad read. Because this is going to be a long show, and okay. I need to use the restroom. All right, fabulous. Play the ad read. Do you think you can you can hold down the fort if I'm gone? If you're gone, yeah, I'll just come back and be like, Sean's still taking a shit. I'm not taking a shit. Don't lie to us, Sean. Don't be I'm that not person. Denise. It's normal. It's okay. Denise. We know but we're hitting the end of summer start of fall, wedding season is going on, but despite all that champagne you're going to be drinking, you can look forward to brunch the next day because you can have Z-Biotics with you. You can get in your daily workout and all that stuff the next morning, but up until recently, if you have a few drinks the day before, that wasn't going to happen. Now you can drink Z-Biotics before any alcohol and know you're going to be able to stick to your routine. You can bounce back the next day Without any issues, Zbiotics pre-alcohol probiotic is the world's first genetically engineered probiotic. It was invented by PhD scientists to tackle through rough mornings and drinking. Here's how it works: when you drink, alcohol gets converted into a toxic byproduct in the gut. It's this byproduct, not dehydration, that's to blame for your rough next day. Zbiotics, however, produces an enzyme to break this byproduct down. It's designed to work like your liver, but in your gut where you need it the most. Just remember to drink Zbiotics before drinking alcohol and drink responsibly and get a good night's sleep for your best tomorrow. And how about this? We're going to get you a great deal. To get Zbiotics and try it for yourself, go to zbiotics.com slash Fightful and get 15% off your order when you use Fightful at checkout. It's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee, money-back guarantee. So if you're unsatisfied for any reason, hit up Zbiotics. I'll give you your money back. You got nothing to lose except for, you know, that bummer of a next day. Zbiotics.com slash Fightful. 
Here we are. K775 says, did you hear anything from WWE about Tony's rant about Jim Crockett promotions and him having money? No, I mean, it was just, I, I don't, they don't really talk about that unless I, I ask them. They're, they're, it used to happen a little bit more like last year and the year before they would, I would hear from people that are like, eh, what's going on here? What's going on here? Like, oh, you don't think this is ridiculous type of thing? Not as much these days. Mo says, crazy to think Punk has had Larry all these years, but the first doggy cone he has to buy is for Ace Steel. My God. My No God. comment. Wrestle <laughs> Joy, thank you so much for the generous uh, donation. Says, doing great work, Sean. The whole situation is unfortunate. Not much to add. It's up to TK to sort this out. And from everything he said recently, he leans toward Punk over anyone else. Denise, it's hard to feel like he doesn't lean towards Punk after what we've seen and heard over the past several weeks from, from him calling out hangman, putting him in that position to what we heard about, Oh, well maybe he won't show up at dynamite one week to what we've heard now. That's what I'm saying. Like what else is there? There's gotta be more to this because you don't just, you don't just not get no, Like, okay. If someone's talking, Sean, if you were oh, never mind. you're not the right person to ask. I was going to say, Sean, if someone's going off talking shit about me, are you not going to say anything? Or are you just going to nod and be like, Oh, and I'm one of your employees. Like, no, you're going to be like, okay, you know what? Let's don't do this now. Settle your grievances. That's some other point, you know, but it, it makes you wonder why. Well, if you go back and you watch the facial expressions, you, you can see the nodding and a little bit of like, go back and watch the facial expressions. It's interesting. We had Jordan Scott saying, do you think the public drama stops here or the next BTE will be one to watch uh, for more from the other side? I think they'll probably make some references to it or, or something like that. I think there's, there's a good chance that we're going to see some references. Uh, we saw a Johnny Gargano reference tonight. He did an interview uh, he's returning to the ring next week. I just like seeing Johnny back. Good to see him back uh, in the ring next week as well. Like so far, we have only seen him as an on-screen personality the first three weeks. Denise, we haven't seen him wrestle since December. I think it's funny though because they were like, "Oh yeah, he's gonna make his return and he's gonna be in the ring," and I'm and everybody popped right. Obviously, you should. My yeah. whole reaction was like, "Well, duh." Yeah. At some point, we were gonna be expecting him to actually wrestle. So, yeah, I'm excited to see him wrestle again. We've got uh, Damage Control doing a promo. We're going to see Bad and Bougie, Badass and Bougie, I think it is, uh, against Damage Control next week, a rematch for the titles. Now, this was preceded by Aaliyah and Raquel defeating Dewdrop and Nikki A.S.H. KE775 says, do you think we're approaching the return of Nikki and Piper? I think if they were going to do that, they should have done it in NXT. I think that would have made a lot more sense for the build of that match. But I loved the finish of this. Raquel power bombing, doing the tornado bomb to uh, to Dewdrop was a phenomenal finish. Fantastic. Uh, what did you think about the match itself? I agree. I thought it was perfectly fine for what it was. And I think that they uh, got the point across that they wanted to establish or give a little bit more credibility to uh, Aaliyah and Raquel as the champions. And they made sure to make note of that also when the finish actually occurred. And I love the finish too, because it's like, you know, that was the one thing that I think really worked when they were doing Bianca and uh, Dewdrop was the fact that they were showcasing Bianca's power by the fact that she could lift Dewdrop and do all these things. And oh my gosh, she hit the KOD on her. And then they 
they did the exact same thing with with uh with Raquel and do drop and I feel like that's a smart way to kind of you know just implement a little bit more into the person that you're trying to build up right now and clearly they're adding a whole lot to Raquel and I feel like they're doing like a somewhat pretty decent job with her because she I wasn't sure like when she got moved up to the main roster you know it was during a period where a lot of people that were getting moved up to the main roster weren't necessarily you know having the runs that you were expecting yeah and well I may have not pictured Raquel to be in, in a thriving or not a thriving but to be in a tag team with Aaliyah well that was unexpected I do think that they're at least like uh they're highlighting her very well I think Damage control, Bianca Belair. We are setting up for the Bianca Bailey match there. How do you feel that they they prepared for that tonight? I've been feeling good about that ever since. Uh, well, ever since even before Bailey got injured, I was loving everything that they were doing there. Um, and then at Clash at the Castle, when she actually pinned her, it was a big moment where you're like, okay, here we go. We're we're getting somewhere here. And I thought that they did a pretty good job following it up today, mainly just because I think that they have really good uh, chemistry together. Mainly so, I think Bailey's just doing a phenomenal job, man. She's doing such a freaking good job. Like she's got the stuff down. She's got the stuff down. And also, she's working now with a different Bianca Belair. You know, the stuff that they did in the past was great and all, but that was at the start of Bianca's uh, run as champion. She was kind of just getting her footing going, and now she's been through so much more. So we're kind of getting like an elevated version of, uh, you know, Bianca and Bailey. So I'm looking forward to this. I like this. Marcelo says there's a serious debate to be had here whether people are forgetting what's more fake, the CM Punk elite drama being a work or Ricochet's beard. Oh, my God. Would you guys stop with that? Stephanie says, I live in Chicago. Mindy's is closed on Wednesdays, too. Thursday is going to be wild. Damn, they're going to have to open up. They're going to have to open up. Vin says, match of the weekend, Lee versus Swerve and Acclaimed, Walter Gunther or something else. Crowd reaction, Lee, and it was, it's got to be Lee and Swerve against the acclaimed, but I preferred Walter Gunther just slightly. It was, it was very, very good. Yeah, I think aside from the trios match, and the trios match to me was match of, match of the night for all out. But in terms of like, I really love Seamus and Gunther too. Like they, they really knocked it out of the park there. They're up there with like the best match of the weekend period, but the crowd was, Oh my God, it was so crazy. It was, that was the loudest people got aside from the main event and the MJF stuff in that building. Full white says, uh, Cole Cabana must be uh, said something inappropriate uh, and said, must have something good for everyone to be fighting over him. But regardless, Punk is not wrong on this. The elite needs to grow up. We will learn why. Uh, Adam Weller says, off question uh, brought by Cricket Wireless. Do you see more fun branding stuff happening like Southpaw and less clumsy tie-ins with uh, like priests and zombies? Thanks as ever from 5 a.m. UK. Thank you for all of you that are staying up with us. Please leave a thumbs up. We greatly appreciate it. I still think we're going to see some tie-ins. I don't think they're going to be as egregious as the zombies, though. Like, maybe the pure life water thing that Miz and Morrison did. Kid named Brock says, drove an hour to Lexington to watch All Out at Lex Live Theater. That's like five minutes from me. It says, uh, the stream cut out before the main event with no stream. We read your live tweet, Sean Lifesaver. Well, thanks for that. I mean, you all probably could have just came over to my house. I live five minutes away, but sorry you all missed the main event. Ty J says that sometimes in those theaters, they plug out like right oh, at the moment. It's ridiculous. 
Ty J says, thank you for all your hard work this weekend. Wrestling fans, wrestling fans appreciate it so much. Almost to 10,000 subscribers. On a completely unrelated note, do you have any news on Coda? Miss him in wrestling. Last I heard was that he wasn't ready physically. Um, now, I don't know if that's still the case. That was early last month when I heard it. So I, I don't know. I can't pretend that I'm exactly plugged in with, with Kota Ibushi. It, I don't speak Japanese, but I'll try my best to find out. Baked Live says, much love from Baked Live. The Fightful crew, thanks for keeping the news real and not nonsense dirt. You the real ones. I did get your email, by the way, uh, about an hour ago. People from Baked Live, I want to thank you guys. You guys have definitely saved us a number of times when things like our, our streams cut out. Uh, so big thank you. A lot of love to the Baked Live uh, people over there. Meet Normus says, any update on law enforcement getting involved in Ace throwing a chair? This ain't the NXT parking lot. There needs to be consequences. Um, I know that was a concern. One person I said is that they were lucky there weren't any arrests. But uh, we've got Rollins and Riddle video. We saw the interviews from Cardiff. I thought this was a good way to follow it up with both of them off the show tonight, Denise. Like, we, we see them. We see the aftermath. But it's like Seth's ready to move on. And I think it was probably smart of Adam Pierce in storyline to be like, let's not bring him back because if we do, there's no way we're going to be able to keep them apart. Yeah, it was fine. Honestly, all of that was harmless. It was okay. It was all right. It was all right. Well, we've got uh, some super chats about Cody. Heartless says, Wody Wodes, because W. Cody. He did. He had great foresight. Heartless says, it's fitting that Cody is injured right now because all of us would wonder if he would reference AEW drama in any way if he was around now. I don't think um, he would. I, th I feel like he really wants to put that in the rear view for now. And I, I feel like, based on the conversations that I've had and the people I've talked to, that he does wish them well. It's just he wants to do something else and probably was a good thing. It, it, I know it was a good thing in retrospect. Well, Triple H coming back was good in retrospect for the United States title. We see a cage match between Lashley and Miz. The work being done to reestablish the Intercontinental and U.S. titles, Denise, is great. We are immediately being told every week, oh, the IC title means something. Here's a, one of the greatest matches you've ever seen. The women's tag titles mean something. It's going to main event Raw. The U.S. title means something. Here's a tournament for it, and it's going to main event Raw between two people who used to hold the world title in a cage. They have done incredible work to make this matter. The match is like, eh, it was okay. It was fine. But to me, it's the perception of this match. There wasn't a lot on this show that blew me out of the water at all. Like, to me, this is one of the more tepid, like, ant shows. But let's be real. We had a lot of other bullshit on our minds. But I thought this was fine. I didn't walk away saying, ugh, this raw. Because stuff like this goes a long way for me, Denise. Yeah, I agree. I think there wasn't, like, anything that was super, like, in-ring-wise that was, like, spectacular on today's show but i mean it's like the Rhea stuff with dominic that was one of the top things obviously braun Strowman was going to be talked about which we honestly i feel like the braun Strowman stuff doesn't even feel that big 
compare. I feel like we talked more about Rhea and Dominic than we did Braun Strowman. Um, but aside from that, I want to like I agree with everything you said about you know just making the title seem like more, especially given that the last few years they hadn't really been doing much with them. Um, but what I in particular liked about this is truthfully, if you would have told me, okay, the main event is going to be Bobby Lashley versus The Miz, I'd be like, oh, I'm not really, I don't really care to be honest. I don't really care. But I think the fact that they added the steel cage, it to me, it's like they were fully aware that maybe not everybody would be super interested in this main event. So they added the steel cage. And this is what I did like, though, that they actually utilized the steel cage. Yes. There's been a couple of these matches where they have a cage and it's like they didn't even use it. No, they actually used it in this. And I, I, I appreciated that. I really, really did. I thought it made the match a lot better. Um and then the ending, I I loved the oh, ending with Dexter you, Loomis. You got a great screenshot of it. I'm going to post it here. Yeah. That was phenomenal. And he chokes out Miz in the ring with an arm triangle. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what the end game is, but I'm entertained by this, Denise. It's funny. Every week, it pops me. He's in the back of the, the, the SUV, or he's a riot police guy, or... He slides out from under the ring. It's funny stuff. Like, I, I enjoy it every time. They insinuated butt stuff, which we discussed heavily last week. I mean, you all told me I was crazy. You told me, right? I did. I did tell you you were crazy. But it turns out that you're on to something. There you okay? go. Yeah, so great camera angle, by the way. Great camera shot yes. for that Dexter Loomis coming up there because I wasn't expecting. I mean, I was expecting him, but I wasn't expecting him to come out the way that he did. We got uh, Dick the Cock Johnson saying, enjoyed Raw more than I feel like I should have. The shot of Dexter was incredible. Hey, man, if you enjoy it, you you enjoy it. And you don't like owe anybody not enjoying something in, in that sense. Quote the Raven says, with the way Triple H is allowing Dexter Loomis to keep showing up, next week the roster will rebel for creating a hostile work environment. Well, he doesn't keep allowing it. He keeps getting away with it. Like, he keeps sneaking in. Well, I mean, like, he kidnapped a man, apparently did butt stuff, and, I mean, there should be some repercussions there. What? Sure. He, he doesn't have a job there. Well, I'm just saying, they should yeah. have better security then. Yes. Uh, by the way, guys, FightfulSelect.com, if you want some more... Alex Pawlowski has a Sour Graps post-show going live right now. We're going to have just a ton more news. Every A-Steel uh, CM Punk update you could possibly want. Uh, we've already got several of them. Just several of them. So uh, please go subscribe. FightfulSelect.com. We are inching closer and closer to 10,000. Uh, quite honestly, I've never wanted anything in my professional career more than to reach 10,000. Jimmy has said all along that it would happen. I didn't think it was a possibility until this morning. And you guys have just been incredible. And you've been incredible, still sending super chats. So we're going to wrap up on a lot of super chats still about this situation. Heartless says, Sean Ross Khan at Sean's house is better than VidCon and TwitchCon. And kid named Brock says, we all eventually gathered and watched the main event on someone's phone. Someone streamed it on their Instagram. Great hair. No, no. Oh, that man. I would, I wouldn't be able to watch on my phone. It'd be too hard. <laughs> KE775 says, have you heard if Triple H has met with Ali, Cedric, T-Bar, or Shelton about things moving forward? Well, I, I don't know that. But um, 
I know that Shelton wasn't being used at all, and all of a sudden he is at the tapings every single week being used to some some degree. Their history is well known. Dylan says, any chance Punk coming to AEW led to guys like Owen staying with WWE? You know, I haven't necessarily heard that. I think WWE offered people a lot of money to keep them from going there, and that, that did it. Sheldon says, what do you think will be the consequences for this AEW short-term and long-term with Grand Slam right around the corner? Uh, I would immediately implement s- suspensions for who you deem the be, uh, to be the person that, that was at fault. I think in this situation, I don't feel like they can just suspend one person. I feel like if you're yeah. going to punish someone, you got to punish everyone as a whole. It's like, it's like the Pistons Pacers back in the day. Malice at the Palace. You got to oh, throw yeah, around yeah. some suspensions. Rob Bass, we actually read that one. Uh, Stephanie, who became a Fightful member, big thank you, says, any word on changes being made to Wednesday's Dynamite based on the, the media scrum? Not based on the scrum, but maybe based on what happened um, physically. Right, like that—that that could have led to something. We don't know who's hurt, who's available, who's suspended. I would be more surprised. I, I would be surprised if it was the scrum as opposed to uh, the the physical stuff. Do you think they're even going to keep doing these after this? I'm pretty sure they're going to put talent that they that are like new and wouldn't go off. I don't think they're going to be or, putting like people that they can't trust. Or do you look at it as any good buzz is good buzz? I don't know. We are a day later and it's all anybody's talking about, Denise. I know. And it was funny too, because it was like, uh, I, I like at a certain time of the day where you would think like, oh, it would stop trending at this point. No, Acea was trending at like number eight. And you would think like, oh, enough hours already went by. No, yeah. like the trending stuff was like just getting like the ball rolling. CM says, do you think this is possibly the end of Punk and AEW or the pot, at least the, the possible beginning of it? TK has to back up the elite. He doesn't have to back up the elite. And I haven't heard one way or another uh, if, if that's the case. But, um, I mean, there was, there was word that Omega and, and the Bucks were talking about walking out last night. We got... But that's interesting too, Sean. And let me ask you a question. Do you walk out just with one incident? It's got to be a buildup, man. I can't sure. imagine leaving I mean, some place. That was a pretty big one. Yeah, that was, was a, a pretty huge big one. one. Especially because Tony was like nodding and yeah. you know, in, in agreeance with CM Punk and stuff. But it's like, damn, though. Like, I don't know. Nico says, do you think Tony would choose Punk over the elite? As a fan of the elite, that would be unfathomable, unfathomable to me. If it's all four of them, if it's hangman the bucks omega and even colt listen i'm sorry i think that punk is a is an invaluable performer i think he's a great main event talent he's a good wrestler you all four of those guys and what they've got in front of them you've probably got another six seven years out of omega at least another two or three or three or four probably of him at a very very elite level the bucks you probably got another seven eight out of them um Hangman, you got probably 10. I'm sorry. You 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 hang with them. Sauron says, payment failed for Fightful Sub. I tried, Sean. Hey, use our friends at NordVPN.com slash Fightful. How about that one, Denise? This graphic's wrong. Four months free. Four freaking months free. Great deal on your plan. A 30-day money-back guarantee. Fastest VPN in the world it works on all your devices. Maybe you want to get AEW Plus. Maybe you want the WWE Network back. 
maybe, maybe you want to get UFC uh, pay-per-views at a much more affordable price. That's what NordVPN.com slash Fightful allows you to do. You can get a pass, a locker, a VPN, or all three, thanks to their great tiers. And again, it comes with a money-back guarantee. This is what I love about our sponsors. If you don't like it for any reason, they're going to give you your money back. But it works on all your devices. It's got that threat protection, blocks online trackers, blocks malware, blocks annoying pop-up ads. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Browse safely and securely when you're traveling like Denise is doing all the time, like I'm doing. I got Cincy, Cleveland, Toronto, maybe Newark. I mean, good God. I, I just want a VPN for, like, me if I go to Newark. I don't trust anything around there. Newark? NordVPN.com slash Fightful. If you're in Newark, you can change your virtual location to anywhere else. And you probably should. We still got plenty of super chats, so let's get to them. In uh, Simmons says, the Triple H promo to Punk hits different now. Yeah, I mean, once a week, that'll be relevant. Nicholas says, found it funny. Tony made it seem like on the scrum, WWE ran two pay-per-views this weekend on purpose, so All Out wouldn't do big. I, okay, so here's my thoughts on that. I got no problem with them doing Clash of the Castle whatsoever. That was on a different continent, a different day in the afternoon whatever when worlds collide was very worlds collide was very clearly meant as some sort of competitive thing for that also wwe knows when AEW runs pay-per-views it's on memorial day weekend and labor day weekend it ain't a secret uh the competitive stuff like i really didn't mind clash i don't really mind nxt but it's very clear what they were doing they could have set this up for next weekend they could have done that they could have set it for last weekend we didn't have what they, did they have anything in august Okay, so I think it was the week before, like two weeks ago or a week before, when there was one weekend that the only show that was running was NWA. Oh, God, yeah. I remember I wish- this because I remember thinking of this conversation and thinking like, man, nobody could have run this weekend. The only option was NWA. Yeah. guys, <laughs> please the leave- whole weekend to themselves. I know. Please leave a thumbs up, guys. Would love to hit a 1,000. Samuel says, do you think there's any chance Punk or Elite gets stripped of their belts because of the altercation? No, uh, I don't. I just don't think that's going to happen. I think that maybe they'll they'll lose them. But Jimbo says, maybe Tony didn't have the courage to shut up Punk. Maybe. I'm not inside his head. His Reptilian Majesty says, if you rightly fire Ace Steel for braining an EVP and biting another, how's Punk going to react? Walk? Well, if you're reasonable, you say... Uh, you can't do that, Brick. You can't throw a trident at somebody and kill them like it's Anchorman. You can't do that. So you probably shouldn't. But, I mean, maybe Punk pan- fancies himself as a loyal guy. Orlando says, uh, make it known he doesn't tolerate fights backstage. Suspend all of them. I, I just, I don't have enough information to say. Like, you know, this could have came completely. Like, somebody could have just started throwing punches. And if that's the case, you, how are you going to blame the person that, that didn't start it? Ruben says, not advocating the return of wrestler's court, but AEW is in dire need of better lock, locker room leadership. Well, that's why they brought in a lot of these guys. That's why they bring in these coaches and these people with experience and all that stuff. You want them to have that. Um, if that doesn't exist, maybe there's some credibility to Punk's statements about these kids. You know what I mean? But... I don't think there's credibility to his they've never been anywhere or done anything stuff because they've been all over the damn world and done stuff. 
Well, Tony Storm kind of proved CM Punk's point when she did the the comment about Thunder Rosa when he said like the whole thing about these sure. kids and that. So she kind of did prove a little bit of his point. Maybe, there. but I mean, Punk was out there saying like these kids have never been anywhere, done anything, and I'm like, they've worked, sold out Tokyo domes, like they sold out MSG because people thought they would be there like eight months later and they just weren't. Like, I mean, ROH and New Japan were at any given time the number two companies. Like they they did great work there. And they even threw a shot at Reseda. <laughs> yeah. N. Simmons says, if biting and chair things are true, fire steal. Pro Wrestling Podcast says, my peers are saying what's happening with AEW is reflective of WCW's fall. I disagree completely, but wanted to get your thoughts on this. Do you think this will be the end of AEW? I don't. So the thing with WCW is those issues became reflective in the booking and on screen. And you were having people win the title and then vacate the title the next week and then two title changes in a night. Go back and look at that WCW title history. It was rendered meaningless, meaningless. And people would just come out there in their jeans with their hands in their pocket, not a shot at anybody particularly, be like, here we go, vacating this title, awarding this title to this person. To me, AEW ain't anywhere near that. Any thoughts on that, Denise? Yeah, you know, one of the things that I feel like bringing up too is if you recall uh, what Tony Khan said in that interview that he did with Dave recently, just the day before the pay-per-view, where he said, where he had that quote, where he said that one of the things that he's learned uh, in terms of like management is basically running everything top to bottom. And if you think of any, you know, it goes in about like people like not, you know, not having essentially like trust in other people because they turn their backs on them or stab you in the back, you know, that sort of thing. And that to me was like something where I'm like, why specifically did Tony Khan say that? Like, there's got to be more to that. And are these things all connecting in terms of like, how you know how Tony Khan didn't say anything when CM Punk was going off you know and so for me like I feel like that is another piece of the puzzle that I feel all sort of intertwines a little bit because you, Tony Khan needs well first of all Tony Khan needs to make sure to like he needs to get the locker room in order like there's got to be there, you, there's got to be like some fear in the talent that like hey we can't like you know just screw around mess around because you know we're gonna put our jobs you know in jeopardy this business in jeopardy like I feel and I think this is something that I think Jericho mentioned it or something where it's like they legitimately have something special with AEW yeah. and I feel like some people are not seeing that like people are like in certain they're getting these opportunities and I almost feel like they're not like really really like you know enjoy like not enjoying but like they're not really taking advantage of the opportunity that is there with AEW. And I think that's like in whole, when I think about like all these issues, well, like it's, I'm happy that it's driving all of us business at the same time. It's like, damn, like you guys don't like, there's so much like specialness that you could be doing work together, whatever point is that I feel a lot of it is intertwining with some of the comments that Tony Khan has made. And I'm just like piecing them all together. Bill says AEW is safe. AOL is not looking for a merger. LOL. God damn it, Ray uh, on twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming says, great work the last three days. How would you deal with the CM Punk situation if either of you were Tony Khan? Well, first you sort out whose fault it was. You punish them accordingly. You get them in the room and you say, this is not optional. And uh, if, if they aren't willing to work it out, you cannot poison your well. I'm sorry. You just can't poison your well in that situation. And people are going to have to go if that's the case. I personally would have gone a different route in naming certain people EVPs because I think some people 
are going to be talent. And then some people are going to a talent and an EVP have different roles and different mindsets. Instead of being the center of the drama, you should be diffusing the drama between the talent. Like you should not be part of the drama. So for me, I think that like, first of all, finding people that he trusts, because clearly there's trust is an issue based on some of those quotes. So finding people you trust, people that have the risk that have respect in the locker room that, you know, are going to be there to diffuse situations and, you know, to help people, you know, see the bigger picture, somebody that can, you know, when you have somebody going off, whether it be a CM Punk or Kenny Omega or whoever it is, you have somebody that can be like talking to that person, whether it be Tony Khan himself or just somebody else, like somebody else. Cause I mean, the man already has like a zillion things to do. And then the NFL season. Well, that's, that's why, that's why he's delegated. That's why that's one of the reasons the meeting happened is because they said, Hey, Tony can't realistically come back and talk to all of you guys. It's just not realistic. That's why we have all this set up in order to make things easier and, and delegate and all that. So we'll, we'll hear more about that. I'm sure. Uh, John says, if TK says anything to punk, then it gets way worse. He's not on TV where they can cut the mic and go to break. He's in a room with media. It's way worse if TK tries to stop punk. Yeah, I feel like punk felt like he needed to get that out. And anybody that would have stopped him would have probably just, who knows how he would have reacted. What do you do in that situation, Sean? If you're like, what do you do? Do you stop him? There's realistically nothing you can do to keep the peace with CM Punk. He was dedicated to saying what he was going to say. He was determined to say what he was going to say. It's very clear that he had made that clear to Tony Khan in the past as well. Uh, But Nikonic says, actually, we read that one. uh, KE775 says, do you expect any more AEW to WWE defections in the next 12 to 18 months? Seems like WWE has the opportunity to steal some male, female talent in the next 18 months. Yes, absolutely. There will be some because that carries you into early 2024. Nerd Guru says, I don't know what all the mess uh, speaks to more. The punk problem or the punk is a big, big problem or that Cody was the glue or that Cody jumped off the ship. I think Cody jumped off the ship. I think he saw some things. Drew Oakley says punk steal Larry versus Omega Bucks for the trios title. Brian says, Punk, Tony's comment on Rosa and the acclaimed question. Uh, Tony Khan sitting there nodding and smiling. These scrums seem like trouble. I don't think Tony's comment was egregious at all. The acclaimed question, you're going to get asked that. It's a media scrum. I mean, did some people agree with it? No, but it's you're going so to get asked booking stuff, though. I think it was more so the timing, like the argument of that. If, you, if you're going to ask that question, I think you would save it until Tony Khan is there That's by fair. himself. I, I don't disagree Tony with Tony Khan with, uh, you know, with, with Keefley and Swerve because it, they ain't going to call it on their own. They're not going to make that call on their own for sure. Right, exactly. So I do feel like that maybe should have been a question for when Tony Khan was there by himself, because it it depends, too, because there's a lot of people that are there for the first time that, you know, this is their first time, you know, doing these things. So they don't always like know like exactly what the I don't know, like the unsaid spoken it's just those things that are like unspoken and you yeah, just yeah. know based on going to all of these things so i thought like yeah you asked tony Khan that question like why do why didn't you call an audible that's perfectly fine but i do think it should have been asked when it was just tony Khan by himself nicholas says i'm convinced punk will drop the title this week he'll be fined and suspended 30 days minimum mjf and eddie will fight for the title at grand slam <clears throat> says nick jackson is very lucky he's not in a coma from the chair shot Hope Ruby is okay too. 
Uh, Ruby did get busted up a little bit. I don't think we're going to see Punk drop the title this week. I would be shocked. Um, Jam that jam says, AEW related. Sorry, any words on the rumor that after the squash last night that Starks is gone or hurt? That match was really strange. It seemed like both guys were getting pushed until last night. I will have a, an update on Fightful Select tomorrow, but um, I, I've been trying to work on that all throughout this weekend. Um, I, I don't have any information that I can share right now, but I know that I'll have that information uh, by tomorrow. Adam Weller says, I commentate on a Nord co-founder who races cars. Tempted to try to sell him on Select. Hey, tell him uh, thank you. I, I love his product. Noel James says, Sean, why don't you just have the Fightful Live show at a Tim Hortons after Dynamite? I think they're closed that late. They're closed. Throw some money at them and maybe they'll stay open. Quote, the Raven says, no one gets suspended for this. How hypocritical would it be considering they suspended Kingston just for pie-facing Guevara? Very hypocritical. That's why I think somebody has to get suspended. Don't know who, but somebody. Ed Meyer says, if TK makes another angle out of this like he did with MJF, does it send a message to the wrestlers that if they want attention, they should act out? That's a point that Jimmy Van brought up on our FightfulSelect.com show today. I think it does set a, send a message that if you, man, it, not only if you have a real issue, but if you manufacture something, like what would keep somebody from trying to leak to me, hey, I got into a fight with this person. You know what I mean? If right. they found out that's that was the golden ticket. Uh, Pastel says, fire the Bucks and Ace. MJF wins in New York. Suspend Page Punk and Omega for the year. Control your company, Tony. I think there are far too many definitive, this is what's got to happen. We still don't have all the facts. The people that are close to the situation know it better than us. I, I am a very good reporter, but I do not have anywhere near all the facts. And we're not going to have all the answers, but we can try to get them for you. Daniel says, there's a little bit of irony that MJF's drama took attention from Wardlow's return. And now MJF's is overshadowed by this. Also, I thought that. Yeah. Yeah. Also annoyed by the Jungle Boy match. Well, Christian's hurt, as reported by FightfulSelect.com. Please subscribe. But I Am a Lucha says, uh, irony of always mocking my sister's reality shows. Now we get the real housewives of AEW. Kind of embarrassing to be a punk fan right now. I am O. A lot of people feel a lot of ways. Like some of his fans are really doubling down on it. Wazim says, if punk is insinuating that they haven't been to WWE, as they haven't done anything that's kind of hypocritical of him having uh, for a decade criticized them. I agree. I agree. Especially when he says that I left pro wrestling on this date. I returned to pro wrestling on this date. Review King says, random question. Is it hard for you to enjoy a wrestling show just as is? Cause you have so much info on backstage stories. No, not at all. It makes it even more thrilling. Uh, I stayed awake on adrenaline and caffeine today and that was it. And I love wrestling and wrestling news more than anything by far. Mark shill. That's me. I love this business. <laughs> Heartless says, do you think punk will leave? If when he drops the title to MJF, his face expression says that to me every time MJF was mentioned, he threw some shots at MJF Denise that seemed very lumped in with them, right? Like, uh, I read, I read like the way that I read those, I felt those were a little bit more in storyline, to be honest. But if you're saying these kids that don't want to listen to anything, you're explicitly talking about how you work in a wrestling match, right? Like just like advice in general, I think. But I mean, granted, Kenny Omega did build a work out of talking about Will Ospreay's five star matches. So you can go that route. 
Nerd Guru says, Tony needs to stop being friends with talent and start being a boss. Punk treated him like an assistant in that scrum, just telling him to shut up, and he kept talking. Grow a spine, TK. Okay, so listen. If Tony Khan doesn't directly communicate with his talent, people say he's got miscommunication issues, which was accurate. Our story that we put out last month about that, that miscommunication, Denise, as I often say, our reporting will age very well. It aged pretty goddamn well. But okay, so he's detached from these people, and people say there's miscommunication issues. But if he's friendly with them, people will say he's too friendly with them. It is difficult to find a healthy medium. There are some situations where you're going to look at and say, well, this person's right. There, I've had conflicts within Fightful, and I've had to say, well, listen, I like you both, but this person's right, and you're wrong. Like That's just the nature of it. That does have to happen, and I don't know where Tony has drawn that line in the sand. That's why there's a chain of command, though. You know, this person talks to this person. This person knows what the boss wants. This person all sends that hires, message down. All, all those exactly. hires and new people in talent relations, yeah. Exactly. You're this. that person. You know what? If there's a for example, if there's a situation going on with the women's division, okay, then that person, you know, uh, you know, d- deals with that. And if it's to a certain point where okay, you have to get Tony involved. Okay, here, Tony. Here's what's going on. These are the facts. This is what the issue is. This is what you need to know. And then you know, kind of go from there. Either Tony sends a message, or Tony steps in himself and delegates it himself. You know, I feel like there has to be a chain of command. There's got to be like you know, like branches, like Tony Khan up there. And then, you know, people that he can trust to handle uh, certain things and make sure that the word actually gets back to him. We got a few more super chats. Let's get through them. Lady Luck says, did you hear Punk say he's trying to run a company? I thought he was just a talent. Do you think Tony will have to let things go for them to get better? No, I think Punk, I think that Punk is a smart enough guy to where things can come to an amicable resolution and one that makes money. Nerd Guru says, is Ace Steel the CEO of All El Heat Wrestling, huh? All that is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. If it's all true and seems to be not a work, Tony has to bring the hammer down. Suspensions and firing are, are due in order to this of the severity. Also, if he loses those people, Denise, it's named after them. The company's named after them. Jay Reckless says, longtime viewer, one year uh, Fightful member, just giving some extra for all the coverage this weekend. Don't trust any wrestler with Ace in their name except Ace Austin. He should change his name. Ace Austin is phenomenal and one of the most positive people on Twitter. He is a television star. I think that guy is great. Check out our Impact review every Thursday. Caden says, get some sleep, bestie. I hope so. Jimbo says, feel Khan went wrong by giving talent like EVPs and Punk special benefits over others like Creative Control. WCW showed it doesn't work with Hogan. We don't know the level of Creative Control applied there. Nobody has outright ever said that. I haven't heard of anybody having Creative Control. Creative input, sure, but I don't know that to be to be definite. One year, Mark Salou says, Mondays are the best because we get SRS and the Super Sub. Love you guys. What did Punk mean when he says he's got a business to run? I think that he feels like he is responsible for these gates when he is main eventing. I feel like that's that's what he meant by that. I don't think he's running the company. No, I think he meant like, dude, come on. You got to think about him. Okay, when he came into the company, everybody was like, oh, you know, is he a needle mover? Is not a needle mover? You remember that whole argument, that whole thing? I think that CM Punk was basically saying like, dude, I'm just trying to, you know, 
sell tickets, make money for the, you know, make money for this company because they obviously, you know, spent money on bringing me in and I want to make sure I generate that money back. That's the way that I took that. Bill says Tony should be the owner and be trust, have a trusted head like Dustin or Jericho as head of operations. He's very dead set on being the booker. He's wanted to be the booker. That's that's he's going to be the booker that, that was made very clear to me um, directly. He's the booker going to be. So that's not going to happen. Shytown Spurs says as a born and bred Chicagoan who cheered his lungs out for Punk and Hoffman Estates last night. 24 late hours later, I only see him as a 45-year-old man-child. What a time to be alive. What I would say to that is regardless of if you agree with him, not agree with him with the words, everybody has their bad nights. Everybody has their own journey. Um, I've got people, I had people in Fightful Select that's like, why do you say any nice things about this person? Because he said this that one time. And I was like, okay, I would like to think that that one thing which is not something so egregiously terrible that you can't possibly forgive them, defines that person more than their other actions. However, does Punk have more of these than usual? Yeah, you could say that, but I, I'm not ready to say that based on, on just yesterday. I would like to see some action taken about the action that followed because is that good business for us? Yes. Do I like hearing that about talent? I'm not like, yes, yes, they're fighting. No, I don't want to hear that because people can get fucking hurt. And if they can't do what they do in the ring, I can't do what I'm doing. And Denise can't do what she's doing. We got nobody to talk about if they're hurt. Sean says, was in the audience tonight. So I hope we're, uh, I hope uh, we're on a good show for you guys watching at home. As for the punk news, I hope TK has a heart to heart with punk. He was speaking like it was his company. He absolutely was speaking like it was his company. That is that is true. And um, if I owned the company, I mean, if I paraded around and said, I own Fightful and whatever I say goes, I would expect Jimmy to be like, hey, man, you know, I can you own part of the company, but I still can say something about this. Although it was funny, Denise. Somebody threatened to call Fightful HR on me this weekend. What? Yeah. Why? Some guy was trying to get clout off of me because I'd posted, we posted the EC3 Velveteen Dream thing. And that is a story that EC3 had told me off the record over two and a half years ago. I couldn't run it because the other, the other people I got to confirm it wouldn't go on the record. And especially with things like that, where somebody's being filmed without their consent, you don't want to put somebody on blast that does not want to be put on blast. They are a victim in that situation. And somebody was like, oh, you're trying to hit clout saying you knew it before. I'm like, no, no. What I was doing there is saying, hey, guys, I know you might not believe EC3 because he said some pretty saucy bullshit in the past, made some pretty edgelord jokes. But this isn't just something he's throwing at the wall. This is something that he has mentioned before, and the details are the same. And that person was like, I'm going to call Fightful HR on you. So like, are they going to call me? I want to be HR. I, I turned around that sign and I said, how can I help you, sir? <laughs> Blocked him. You should just make like a fake voice. <laughs> Hello. Yes. This is Hello? HR. You got a problem? <laughs> oh, that'd be terrible. I just clicked. You're going to have to take the leather strap to him. <laughs> I ain't going to tolerate this. Isaiah Barry says, what's next for Mox? Seems like an afterthought now. They got Cincinnati, regardless of if he's there, if he takes time off, I think he'll be back by, by the time Cincinnati rolls around because that show is sold on his back. But 
Pro Wrestling Podcast says, we're going to look back at this a year later and laugh. I can't wait. I hope so. I hope so. And hopefully there's that crazy though. Are we looking back so far at any of these stories yet and laughing at the ones that happened earlier this year? Not yet. We still got some good time. KE775 has the nerve to send something about WWE. Do you think Becky returns solo or with a faction? I think she should have a faction. I I would like to see that with her. It'd be new. Exciting. Roy Zhang says the worst thing you can do is to give a narcissist a martyr complex. And that's what we all did when CM Punk. We use CM Punk's name as a criticism of WWE. Listen, I'm not going to say he's a narcissist or anything like that, but I've always thought that that was in bad taste when people were out there trying to work that had nothing to do with WWE's bad booking, and they got the brunt of that. I'm Malucha says, don't get me wrong, Step Host. I also agree with Punk and his frustrations, but regardless, you're at work and a leader, but I wish he could have controlled his temper. Grand Slam will rock, but... You know, I don't disagree. I don't. I don't know what else I can add to these. And these people sent super chats, but I, and I want to thank them for that. I don't know what else I can add there. I I am very much a, before I make like a, a statement on that. I, that's what I've learned over the last few years. I don't owe anybody like a statement or a stance on anything because I I'm never going to have all the facts. I can have as many as I can can accrue. But uh, Sunny B says amazing work as usual. Fightful. I feel for Tony after last night. Hope we can bring it all together because I'm loving wrestling right now. Keep giving us the best work. Well, you guys keep supporting it. I've got a few more super chats, but man, FightfulSelect.com is lit right now. Tonight, I did a live thread because just so many of you guys were wanting to talk wrestling, so I answered a bunch of questions. I got a Q&A show later this week. Alex has got a post-show review going on right now. Uh, we got tons of them. He and uh, Kate reviewed a whole mess of stuff this past weekend. And again, we're all always sending our love to Kate. Uh, unfortunately, lost her pup this past week, but uh, send her some love on social media. We're wrapping up. We got a couple more. Kevin says, Fightful is one of the best and easiest investments out there. Thank you, SRS and Denise, for everything you guys do. Reading all the news makes me happy. I deleted Twitter from my phone. Let's all try to be more like Adam Cole and Ethan Page, a.k.a. good people. They are legitimately two of the greatest people in wrestling. Just wonderful guys. Uh, and thank you for the kind words about Fightful Select. I so badly want to get to 10,000. I don't know what I'll Where do. Where are you at now? So it updates every hour. Because fortunately, uh, another another way to plug Fightful Select, we have anniversary billing. For those of you who don't know what that is, a lot of times you would subscribe on like the 25th and it'd bill you again on the 1st. I hated that. But that was Patreon's model. Uh, because of our, our size, thankfully, we were one of the first that were offered anniversary billing. So if you subscribe today, you will get billed on that same day next month. So it's a little like foggy there. So they update it every hour instead of every single minute. Because what they would do was every time somebody would subscribe, even if they immediately canceled, you would keep that number. And then the first day of the month, like 800 people would drop off because they had canceled. Uh, but... We're sitting at 9787 right now. Um, and yeah, I might cry. I might cry. <laughs> I left the biggest wrestling website in the world to start Fightful. And uh, I was like, for the first six months of this, I was like, am I going to get fucking fired? Am I going to get fired? And Jimmy kept going, no, cut it out. No, you're not going to get fired. I'm going to see this through. I'm going to see this through. And I know a lot of people look at the numbers and they're like, Oh my God, you guys are rolling in it. As of now, Jimmy Van is still six figures in the hole from the investment he made in Fightful over the last six years. So um, 
your investment is never lost on us. We are very much publicly funded. And uh, we came in and I was making again at the high, at the most visited wrestling website in the world, a dollar 50 an article. And when I came here, I was like, I want to fuck that up. I want to make sure that people get a living wage to do the hard work that they do. And if they ain't getting $10 a podcast or $5 to do live coverage or a dollar for an article. So you guys make that possible. And thank you guys very much. Well, at least you learned the value of a dollar, Sean. That I did. That I did. You should do a reaction video when you hit 10K. It can't possibly be better than my reaction video to when Lacey Evans announced her pregnancy, which is on Fightful Scraps. Uh, (laughs) Do a reaction video, Sean. You have to. Alex says, so proud to have been with Fightful from the beginning. I found Alex. I was like, you know what? I want to find some talent. And I found him. He did a main event review, and it was the funniest goddamn thing I ever saw. But Matt Musing says, last night was wild. I mean, if Tony keeps punk, that's short-term game with long-term loss, if we're talking money, unless he can pay everyone enough money to work together, but I don't see it. I mean, there have been a lot of people that have worked together and that have had fights and issues and stuff like that. I mean, Sid Sid and Arn had a stabbing situation and they ended up working together. You never know. Um. Sam finds this is inside baseball, Sean, but Kevin Gill and I were talking about Fightful and he agrees that when it talks, talk, when it comes to today's breaking news, Fightful's a source. I got a lot of love for Kevin Gill. He's a wonderful guy. Think a lot of, think a lot of Kevin Gill. Pro Wrestling Podcast says, keep up the good work, guys. I don't believe in anything in wrestling news. Unless Fightful says it first, you'll get to 10K soon. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Jimbo says, do you ever think you'd grow and be the modern day Meltzer? I didn't read Meltzer until I went to college uh, and learned about media literacy. I didn't read dirt sheets. I read aggregators and all due respect to Meltzer. I'm not Meltzer. I can't do what Dave Meltzer does. Dave Meltzer is a phenomenal historian and I, I am not a historian. Um, like when, when he drops the observer, like the obituaries and the career retrospects he does, like, I will never be that. I can never be that. Um, so I know that was meant as a compliment, but we just do way different things. Heartless says, I'm going to call HR because you didn't drop your fan house. I ain't doing that. (laughs) Bill said, get to 50K. I'll show those balls. Uh, (laughs) WWE Mark says, other reporters on Twitter are alluding to more news coming fast between tonight and tomorrow. I don't know who you're talking about. You got to have a little bit more than that. Got to have a little bit more than that because I haven't had anything. Um, yeah. Bill says, need another Ethan Page SRS toy hunt. He'll be in Lexington doing a signing at Toy Vomit. Uh, make sure you guys check that out if you're in the Lexington area. Shout out to my friends at Toy Vomit. They are doing a figure fest on Sunday, September 18th at the Alika Shriners Hall in Lexington, Kentucky. I will be there. I can't wait to be there. I hope to see some of you guys. Uh, Peyton says, do you think this is that the Bucks or Kenny can actually leave over this? The Bucks have changed their bio a few times today. I thought they just got rid of their bio. Yes, I think this could lead to multiple people leaving, possibly. And Daniel Rothenberg wraps us up. We're, we're ending it. God damn it. We got one more. Daniel says, Hey, keep it coming, man. I'm just going <laughs> mean, to sit here and smile. You're, you're getting two and a half times pay for this show. <laughs> yeah, that's so why I'm so. just here like nodding. <laughs> Daniel says, uh, <laughs> I also find uh, something interesting. I get wrestling is wrestling, but some of the stuff that happens would never happen in any other workplace. Nobody's throwing a chair at an office without being fired. 
that is also true. That is we don't really know that. Come on. We don't know that. No, I don't believe in that. Nope. The GNC I worked at had that. Damn. Uh, The Young Bucks bio is a heart right now. And Roy has a good idea. Roy says, can you react to Denise's Braun interview at 10K? By the way, Sean, what the fuck? You literally promoted that shit as horrible. I never said it was horrible. That's like literally false, like false promotion. People are going to go in there expecting like a terrible, horrible, awful interview. It's just like Listen, Denise, I like to spread misinformation on the internet but yeah, i was gonna say thanks a lot i will i will react I to it heat with braun breaker now after no this. you won't you won't you don't He's know that you're right anyway you don't know that anyway yeah i'll react to it uh virgil's managers <laughs> no. have been virgil's managers have been asking me to call him who knows maybe they want me to interview him again uh obviously i'm not gonna poke fun at him especially if he's got dementia but there you go. Caden says, Denise loved seeing you this weekend. Look at that. You got fans. And Manuel says, love that fightful housing. Feel so bad for Hangman. Buried twice by Punk without a chance to defend himself. TK enables Punk so much. Sad times for AEW. Well, it's not sad times for fightful. Genuinely, guys, I know I got a little emo on the show, but it really does mean a lot. I might cry. If we hit if you 10K, cry, I you'll might get cry. viewers. Break I mean, down, Sean. Think of all your hard work. Think about how much money I, you I had in your this, bank account a couple of years ago. I mean this seriously. Denise and Jeremy specifically are like two of the only people that know the sacrifice that it makes to go freelance and do this full time. It's a lot. And getting to 10K would be very, very cool. Not just for me, but our staff. But Denise, tell the people where they can find you. I just, I, I just, I want to see you cry, Sean. I want to see you break down. I want, I want the drama, man. That's what I'm here for. Anyways, but um, as for me, as Sean just mentioned, the freelance life and everything, uh, YouTube.com/slash Denise Salcedo. That is where you can watch the best quality, even better than AEW. Sorry, AEW. <laughs> Go to my channel. Uh, you'll actually hear everything in a pretty great way and see everything in a great way. Good angles, good Tony Khan's ex- expressions, uh, all of that good stuff. Uh, youtube.com slash Denise Salcedo seriously go there uh, I think I don't know I'm almost at 400k or I don't know for the CM Punk one the last I checked it was almost there uh, so I'm hoping that surpasses 500k that's the goal oh and um, David if we missed any super chats if we missed any humper chats send them to uh, Luis our our, uh, our moderator who also has done incredible work this week I want to thank Luis an awful lot Um it means so much the work that he does it is fast and furious you can send them to the fightful twitter account uh just let us know that uh that you that you sent a super chat humper chat we'll know if you're lying but how much of that incredible amazing yeah 411k in 22 hours guys thank you all so much i am exhausted i appreciate you guys we're out Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. 
To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.